Liverpool Packers in the draft. Crossy Posse Packers! Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tim Grassi, and today we are going to be looking at the top five, five, five needs for the Green Bay Packers in the 2020 NFL Draft. And this just in breaking news, the Panthers have signed Robbie Anderson. Thank God. Thank God. I don't have to get any more DMs over. Should we sign Robbie Anderson? We did a whole video on him. The guy is making $12 million this year. $12 million this year. You know how much Devontae Adams is making this year? $12 million. Can you compare Devontae Adams to Robbie Anderson? No, you cannot. So I'm very happy about this, and it's going to relate to today's video because wide receiver is one of those needs that the Packers need to address in this year's draft. So let's just jump right on into it. Number five, I am going to die on this hill. I'm going to be standing there the last one, and I'm going to be like, this is for you, Aaron. This is for you. We need a backup quarterback, damn it. I've said it now for years. For years, and I know Andy Herman's going to be like, Tom, how you disrespecting my boy Tim Boyle like that? But no disrespect whatsoever. However, we do need a veteran QB back there. That's why even if we were going to get a guy like Rosen, I'd be happy with. I would have been happy with Mariota. Cam Newton? Eh, probably not. I wouldn't be. Uh, he's going to cost too much money. But we need somebody back there. Uh, because how many? T- <laughs> how confident can you be? If uh, Aaron Rodgers goes down, heaven forbid, knock on all the wood possible, that if he goes down, how are the Packers going to do that season? Probably not so good. And this has gone unaddressed for too long, right? Whether that was getting Deshaun Kaiser or whether you had Brett Huntley back him up. Now you have Tim Boyle. I remember when we had Seneca Wallace. The last good backup we had was Matt for the win, Flynn, who I love and I want him on the show. Tweet him. But... That, that's the last great backup QB that we had. And so, for just the, the sake of my sanity, I want someone else back there. And I think that the Packers will definitely draft a QB this year. It will most likely be in the later rounds, unless some guy goes free-falling down in the first round. I think it's going to happen in the later rounds, because we do obviously have more pertinent issues and pertinent holes. But... Uh, yeah, I want a backup QB. I want someone to be back there so I can be like, oh, phew, it's going to be okay if Aaron Rodgers goes down. At least we will be competitive because when he's gone down in the past, we haven't been. So my number five is going to still be a backup quarterback. Then moving on to number four, numero quattro for our Italian-speaking friends, uh, and that is cornerback. So right now, we have so many question marks at cornerback. We have Jaya Alexander, right? So, boom, we're set. We're good. And then, we don't know if we're going to re-sign Tremont Williams, who, listen, the guy has been a stud. He's been a top 10 cornerback this past season. Now, I know he's super-duper old, but he's been playing really, really well for us. But the fact remains that he is still a Band-Aid at that position. We need to get some youth there because everyone else after that, it's question marks. Kevin King, his contract is up next year. 
I know the fan base is completely and totally against him for the most part. You know, when he's on the field, that secondary is better, but he is also pretty darn inconsistent. Do we sign him again? And again, even if we do, I wouldn't necessarily say that cornerback is a strength of ours. Then we have Kadar Holman. Unproven, was injured, obviously picked him up last year. <sighs> Big question marks there. And then we got Josh Jackson. Anybody know what's going on with Josh Jackson? We've been waiting for him to, to take the leap, and it just hasn't happened. Uh, he hasn't seen the field a whole lot, and... Yeah, I, I, I don't have a lot of faith uh, in Josh Jackson right now because we just haven't seen anything from him. And again, I remember when people wanted to take him in the first round. So yeah, there's a lot of question marks at corner, uh, especially if we don't bring Tremont Williams back. We're going to have a lot of unproven guys back there. And so I think that that means that it's our number four most needed position uh, heading into this draft. Okay, now here's where people get mad at me. <laughs> number three, wide receiver. And I know you're just gonna be like, you son of a bitch, and you're just going to start flipping tables and stuff, throwing phones out the window and be like, Thomas lost it. He's gone off the deep end. Wide receiver at number three? You kidding me with that, Tom? Are you kidding me with that garbage? That's the kind of crap you're bringing into this space? Hear me out. Hear me out. One, it's still a top three need. And I definitely recognize the need for a wide receiver. There is no doubt about that. That doesn't mean that we need to go spend 12 or $10 million on Robbie Anderson. And I wouldn't mind getting a guy like Perriman or Taylor Gabriel. I would be okay with that. However, this is why it's at number three. Right now, we got Devontae Adams. Excellent. Clear number one. Okay. From there, lots of question marks. Obviously, we have Alan Lizard-Lazard. Love him. Had a good first year, right? In which he, I hope he just takes an even bigger step the following year, but still not a proven number two. Then we have guys like MVS, who I, I could see this being the last year on this team if he even makes the team this year. It seemed like a confidence issue. He has the speed, right? He has the ability. It's just that he's not getting a lot of targets because Aaron Rodgers does not trust him. Then we have Equinemia St. Brown, right? Who is the biggest question mark of all. Showed some promise his first year, was out all last year. What's he going to be like when we come back? Still unproven. We'll, we're, we'll see where that goes. We have guys like Kumaro, right? Whitewater Jesus. Uh, again, solid guy, nothing flashy. But the reason why I'm saying it's the number three is because, listen, the Green Bay Packers are not going to leave this draft without drafting wide receiver. It's just not going to happen. I'd put money on it. Not a lot because I don't have a lot, but I'd put money on it because this draft class is so deep at wide receiver. We're most likely going to get one in the second or third round. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get one in the first round, but there's definitely a possibility as well. I wouldn't also be surprised if we get multiple wide receivers like we did a few years back. But that being said... I think that having Adams, you know, we're obviously, we're shored up there. And the question marks at Lazard and also, I'd throw EQ in there as well. Maybe even Kumro of being solid number twos. Not great, but solid number twos. Now, there's also Jay Sternberger, our tight end, who I think is going to be a bigger threat this year in the passing game. Again, showed flashes, obviously was injured last year, but... 
I'm thinking that after this draft, we're definitely going to have a lot more targets for Aaron Rodgers. Yes, they are going to be unproven. I also wouldn't be surprised if we go bargain bin shopping and getting a wide receiver for super duper cheap for a one-year deal coming into this season. So I think that one, we'll definitely take care of wide receiver, but I'm not going to lie. I think because of the other two positions, there are bigger needs than wide receiver. Because at least we know we have one really, really solid guy. Yes, that they could just double him. But um, I think we also have some potential in other areas. So that being said, um, that's why wide receiver is at number three. You can continue to throw cow feces at me. Then we have a number two, and that is right tackle. Yes, this is why I think that right tackle is more important than wide receiver. Right now, our right tackle is Ricky Wagner. Again, solid guy from the Lions, a step down from Brian Bulaga, signed him to a cheap deal. But after that, we got a whole lot of nothing. We got to get super duper creative. Maybe we're going to move Billy Turner around. Maybe we're going to move Jenkins around on that line. You know, Veldir, who knows what's going on with that. And so the problem is, is that even if we kept Bulaga for another contract, right, whether it was a two, three year deal, it was still going to be just a Band-Aid. Even though Bulaga had the one of the best years of his career last year when it ter- in terms of health and able to like, kind of stick through it, I-, I think that, you know, we really underestimate our offensive line and don't don't understand how good it is to have a healthy offensive line. And considering that we have guys, Corey Lindsley and David Bakhtiari, who are, their contracts are up next year. They're unrestricted free agents. We really need to start taking a look at our offensive line. And that starts with drafting a new right tackle to get some youth at that position. I would not be surprised if we pick one in the first or second round. And people might be upset about that because these aren't like the flashy picks, but the guys in the trenches are sometimes the guys who make or break the game. And so I think just because the lack of depth that we have at that position, we are going to need a right tackle. And so I think that's definitely warranted of our number two spot. And then finally, of course, we know where this is going. Number one, and it's number one because one, we obviously have a great need at this position, but two, just because we completely ignored it for so long, inside linebacker oh yes because right now we have christian kirksey obviously we just signed him from the browns cheap deal two-year deal basically approve it we have an out after the first year has a plague of injury problems right could be a very solid player solid i'm not saying great solid player and could absolutely be worth every single penny that we pay him but again lots of question marks at that position his backups oren burks can anyone tell me what oren burks is doing Nope. Ty Summers, sixth round pick that we picked up. Again, showed some flashes in preseason last year, but is a very, very raw talent. So right now we got a whole lot of uh, question marks and big, big question marks in the middle of our field. We have suffered from a lack of an inside or middle linebacker for far too long. And obviously this is a position that a lot of Packer fans want to see cleaned up. And I would not be surprised if we go after one in the first round or the second round. Now, the Packers might wind up trading out of the first round. I wouldn't be totally surprised so that they could get more depth at position, you know, getting more picks on day two. But inside linebacker, like, it's just time. I wanted to go after Corey Littleton for this exact reason because I was like, you know what? Just (laughs) This is one of those times, just spend the money, get creative because we need someone there that we cannot worry about and be like, fine, great, thank you. We actually have an inside linebacker. And so now we're just going to have to wait and see to, if 
Christian Kirksey, you know, can be the guy, you know, and and fill that position. But we also need some depth too, because you know, Ty Summers and Oren Burks, there's there's so many question marks there, and there's needs to be so much more development and growth that I am not confident at all. So yeah, that's uh, that's why I'm saying inside linebacker needs to be number one. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. You think wide receiver needs to be a two? I have a feeling that's what the majority of the comments are going to be. Do you think there's other positions? Do you think tight end is a top five need? I don't because I want to roll with Sternberger and we brought back Mercedes Lewis. So let's see how that goes. But let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy on all social media. See you down below. Check out Packcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the Patreon members who are at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy. A big thank you to everyone who has checked out Season 2 premiere of Coach, which premiered last night. Uh, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, go rewatch Season 1 and then Season 2. It's been getting... Uh, some great feedback, so thank you very, very much for that. Uh, and there will be another video coming out later today. A much requested video. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, Go Pack Go! Go!